Hello, creative beings, and welcome to another episode of the Envy series, where our goal, once again, is to unveil the curtains of the fashion and entertainment businesses and give you guys an inside scoop of who's behind the hottest celebrities and creative projects today. I am Maria Von Sauten, or just MVS, and I'm your curator-in-chief. And today, guys, as promised, we have a very raw and real interview prepared just for you guys with one of my dearest in this business today. We have known each other for over a decade now, and I could not be more proud of the heights she has reached throughout her career. From being Camila Coelho's and Anita's go-to glam for years now, to creating Emma Chamberlain's iconic platinum do in last year's Mac Gala, and most recently working with Beba Rexa and Selena Gomez, this Brazilian sister of mine is here to stay, guys, and keep carving her own unique mark in the industry today. Creatives, Please, please help me welcome today's absolute superstar and my dear friend, Daphne Evangelista. Daphne, meu amor, how are you? Amazing, better, <laughs> surrounded by you. Oh my Honestly. God, I would say the same. I would say the same, guys. I was so scared we weren't going to get her because my friend is booked and busy all day. So I'm so, so honored we could get you here today. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. Uh, Cannot wait to see what you have there for me in the computer. <laughs> so many burning questions for people back home. We're so curious about your life, your career. I know a little bit about you, but I'm very excited to tell them about your life and, and how you got here, right? So guys, uh, just to give you a little bit of a background story, uh, Daphne and I have known each other for many, many years. When I was young and first arrived to Miami, uh, I was looking for someone to cut my hair and all my Brazilian friends were raving about her work. And I was so honored actually that she did uh, my makeup and hair for my college graduation, guys. Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I was a baby. I was a baby. And, you know, imagine having your graduation hair done by Daphne Evangelista. So I feel honored. Um, yeah, it seems like that was so long. I don't, let's not make that math, please. Yeah, let's I not make that I math. I don't want to know how old we were. I mean, I, I'm older than you, but. I want to dive really, really deep into Daphne's story. I want to take it back, Daph, a little bit to your beginning. So can you tell us today a little bit how you started doing hair and makeup and how you fell in love with this whole beauty world? Mm, okay. <laughs> It was a long time ago. I was, um, I grew up in a salon. I am from Brazil. So right. my mom, she um, always had a salon there. And I grew up helping her at the salon and, you know, attending clients, yeah. being everything like receptionist, like booking, uh, all the clients for her, being the cashier of the salon and <laughs> wow. doing everything like, and um, I was not very into the industry, um, even right. knowing that I had talent because everything that I was doing, I was doing very well, even that time. I used to do even eyebrows. I remember like everything, makeup, <laughs> wow. everything. And then, um, but I was not feeling super uh, excited about mm -hmm. the career as a hairdresser because uh, first of all, in Brazil, things were different. The economy there was right. different in the way that hairdressers in that moment mm -hmm. and the for the society, they, like how they were uh, living their lives, I would say. Like people were not looking at us in a good way. We were, we were just like servers, you know, like, yes. and um, I was always a very smart girl. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my graduation and I'm going to be someone for the society. Right. And for myself. And I decided to go to the law school. I did it and I did not finish. It was like, wow, I didn't year, know that. Yeah. A year and a half for me to, you know, graduate. But I ended up marrying um, I got married. <laughs> I'm like tra translating. That the is words. perfect. That is perfect. <laughs> I got married, <laughs> and I had to ch to move to USA. Um, and I was thinking, what I'm gonna do now? Because I mean, uh, being a lot in a law school in Brazil is a completely different thing, you know. Right. If I wanna do the same thing in USA, first of all, I had to learn English. In that time, I did not have a good English at all. I knew how to say <laughs> some words like car, dog, chair, uh, do, um, table. The table, book is on the, the table. Book is on, that's a typical Brazilian one. That's a typical one. And uh -huh. I was like, I cannot be a lawyer, you know. Absolutely. And with that English. 
So I kind of uh, uh, felt, uh, you know, there could be the right moment for me to start a career as yes. a hairdresser because I knew, you know, already how to do everything. And um, more than that, I'm a hustler. I love yes, you to, are. I, I'm a workaholic. I love to feel <laughs> that I have a purpose. And to stay home, for me, it was not a purpose. I tried when I married, like for four months, I was in the house. <laughs> I, I don't see you there. Driving my ex-husband crazy. I was calling him every 20 minutes to ask how it was in, in his work. Like, oh, what happened now? Someone call you? Any contract? You, you know? to be Can active. I visit you there? We were leaving New Jersey. I was like, I'm going to go. I have to learn how to get a train. I'm going to go. And then, I mean, I have I have too much energy. Uh, yes, you do. And it's amazing. Not only physically, but mentally. Mm -hmm. My brain doesn't stop. I'm always having ideas. and But not having ideas, just to have ideas. I want to put my ideas, you know, out. And then I decide to do hair by my own. Uh, obviously, I was very insecure about it. I was not sure. To work with my mom around was completely different because she was right. the one who was deciding all the colors, uh, what I should do. She was just, like, telling me what to do, and I was... Ex following yeah mm -hmm. but then i was by myself in a different environment different people i was a girl from the church like grew up in a very you know closed um, off religious yeah. setting right and then i was in the salon not my mom's salon people were saying bad words every five seconds i can you know i was feeling so like oh my god what is this but i was blooming i was discovering myself and that's how i start my own um career right. in usa i was Probably 23 years old. A baby. Yeah. Literally a baby. That's impressive. That's impressive. I was impressive. like, you know what? I'm gonna... In that time, I was using a lot of hair accessories. The, the Yes, I remember. The little tiaras. The yeah. Little, yes, the tiara. I remember that. And then I was like, I'm gonna put my beautiful tiara, <laughs> red lips, beautiful dress, and I'm gonna find the best salon in New Jersey, and I'm gonna ask if they needed assistance. That's right. You were yeah. in New Jersey before in Miami. I forgot. And I went to this first salon. I worked just for... Five days. No way. No way. <laughs> they were like getting vintage on top of me. I was doing all the hairs, but because I didn't speak English, they were like uh, not paying me. And they were like famous, you know, like yeah. oh, 30 bucks. For kind of under the table today. a little bit. But I was bit, doing yeah. the whole entire job. Wow. So I was like, oh, this is not for me. I'm, I'm going to find for uh, looking for something better. And I found the best salon and blah, blah, blah. The owner fell in love with me when he saw me. Yeah. He hired me as an assistant. Oh, wow. Great. But after two months three i was like doing hair already and wow. with four or five months i was full of clients like and Doesn't the owner me. started to be jealous of me he's oh, like wow. everyone <laughs> wants you not me anymore i was like okay you what can i do <laughs> i'm making money <laughs> that's that's right yeah. that's right so it's really you see guys it's so important to understand that we all start from somewhere daphne fell in love with this with her mom and she had a long story to bloom right and different experiences as an assistant to get to where she is today. And Daf, I don't know if you remember, I the first time I saw you, I met you in a salon you were working in Coral Gables. And now, of course, guys, Daphne owns her own amazing, super famous salon here in Miami. And I think you opening the salon, Amiga, was really the beginning of a new era for you, right? I never wanted, I never wanted that's, to have a salon. That's the craziest part. And I also know I that, still, right? I still have my You still don't know if you want a salon today. It's no, a lot. I love, I I love it, I The salon is my baby. I love, I love to, you know, to have the salon and more the people that I work right. with. I love them so much. Absolutely. And I think yeah. the bigger question here is, I know it probably wasn't easy for you. We're both from Brazil. We know coming to the country sometimes establishing, it's, yeah. it's difficult, right? And you're an amazing mommy to an amazing, beautiful boy. And you couldn't be better. And you do both your job and your job as a mom so, so well. So how did really the idea and courage come to open your own place here in Miami? It happens organically. Mm -hmm. I did not plan at all. I was avoiding the idea. Right. And I have proof. <laughs> I was working in the same salon for five years. That is true. And in a point, the whole clientele that was going to the salon was my clientele. You know, like I was having like five chairs full of people. They were loyal to you, right? Not no, to the like salon. No, like I started and I had no clientele when I moved back to Miami. <laughs> and little by little, I started, you know, having people. And then... Everybody that was in the reception of the salon waiting, it was like, I was like, is that my client? Is that my client? Yeah, they're waiting on you. They're waiting on you. Wow. I was like, wow. I, was, I used to do like 15, 18, 20 people per day. Like That's it crazy. was crazy. I started like 8 a.m. and I finished 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Like I was working yeah. so hard in the beginning till really I have were. like a good clientele. 
but I never wanted to have a salon because all the bad experience that I saw yeah. from my mom in Brazil. It was so many bills to pay, like nonstop hours, you so know. So much stress, yeah. Too much stress. I, I, I don't have, I don't know. In my, when I was a teenager, I was planning to go to watch a movie with my friends in the movie theater. I was not able to because every Saturday wow. in my life, I was in the salon till 11 p.m. Hustle. I had no time. And then in the Sundays, I used to go to the church. And then, you know, like it was gone. And then, and I was going to the school. Wow. So working, going to school, I had no time to, you know, have fun. And I was like, I don't want that for my future. I don't want a salon. I don't want the responsibility. But little by little, it starts to happen. Like my clients, they were, the math was not making sense for me to, to stay at the, the salon. Yeah. And then uh, I start to, in USA is different. Like in Brazil, we don't have that. You can rent a chair in the place that you want to work. So I, I start to rent a chair in a place. Right. When, because the other salon that I worked for five years, they closed. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know. And I was like, okay, I'm going to find this place. I'm going to rent a chair. I, I didn't. And then I went, I had to rent three chairs. And I was like, okay, this is a rent. You Literally. know, like, it's not wow. making sense. So I said, I'm going to find a little store, a little place that I can open my own place, like a VIP, you mm -hmm. know, kind of salon that I go whenever I want, blah, blah, blah. And then whenever you want, turn to. <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> I had day, this salon day. for eight years wow. <laughs> now. I, I, you see, it was so organic, you know, it was I, organic. I always thought it's, it's funny to say that I've known you for almost a decade now. And I always thought for some reason that you always wanted your own salon. So it's so, I'm even surprised here guys <laughs> to know this and, and even further proof that even if you didn't want it, like this life was meant for you and you really had this talent because even you trying to not start your salon, like the dream chased you, you know, mm -hmm. your, your purpose chased you, right? Yes. It's Completely undeniable, true, yeah. your talent today and, and everything you've accomplished. And to me, it's obvious that it was like God's plan. I don't know. You know, sometimes people are religious. They're not. But I believe in a bigger force. And I do believe that was your way. Right. And yeah. Dav, we have to ask you this. Did you have, you know, people always want to know if, right? I'm <laughs> if afraid. We, <laughs> Wait a minute. We, we had support getting here. I even got asked that question a lot. So did you have any mentors along the way that helped you or maybe even someone who opened the doors for you in the industry, either bringing you clients or giving you some advice? Okay, maybe. so what happened? What happened always with human being? We want our funds like someone calling us or knocking our door yes. saying, oh, I'm your dream. I'm came true. Yes. Do you want to live this dream with me? Like people, they don't look in the simple beginnings, like simple opportunities, little things that happen daily, little miracles that happen daily. Yes. Your eyes are never open because you're just like focusing all their big stuff. So with me it happens like I was working as every day. No, like You cannot be lazy, first of all. If you're a yes. lazy person, don't expect to be successful. You, this is not going to happen. This is not for you. So <laughs> I was working, 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 working. Then one day, I uh, was my boss was having some issues, and then he could not attend the clients. And then I was there. I was like not full book. Nothing was going on that day. I was there waiting, right? For people, right? For people. I, I moved my body. I left my house. I went to this place, and I was waiting. Then this lady came, and she's like, oh, um, I have to do my hair with you today, blah, blah, blah. I gave her all the ways to change the whole entire look. Oh, wow. I was like, you know, let's put extensions. Like, let's do this. Let's do that. Blah, blah, Did you imagine? She fell in love with my work. And guess who she was? She had a concierge firm, like... And she, that concierge firm, it was like a lot of very wealthy people and also a lot of uh, celebrities and influencers right. and stuff. And she loved, she loved what I did in her hair. Wow. And she started to refer people from me. And the first one that she referred was the wife of a very famous TV host in Brazil. Yes. Marcos Mignon, Marcos for Mignon. you Brazilian people, I remember. She knows that I love her, <laughs> uh, Susana Gulo. I did her hair and she was like, she's still like so beautiful mm. and uh, a fashionist and everyone wants to do what she was doing in Sao Paulo. So all these ladies like coming to from Sao Paulo, one, like they started looking for me to do the hair with me. That's how it starts. I was not expecting. It was a little thing that maybe right. you can say like, oh, you know, this is normal. This is nothing. But it came like as a big thing in the end, you know, like she opened those doors and more people started yeah. coming. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. important, guys. Sometimes, you know, we got lucky to have those people, even though maybe they're not from the industry. Right. Or they were other. expecting only like, OK, Madonna is going to yes. come in a white horse. <laughs> 
I mean, now it's kind of a possible. Yeah, right? now it is. Now it is. Now it's not a joke anymore, friend. <laughs> no, but like sometimes we're expecting those, you know, kind of things that TV shows. And uh, it's not yeah. how it goes, right? Yeah, and no. Amiga, we know that you have very, very loyal clients today. I, I know that for a fact. And besides your obvious supernatural talents, you know, what do you feel really helped you stand out from other artists in the field and retain your clients? My smile. Look at me. <laughs> I have no doubt. <laughs> really, guys, that changes a lot, the energy. You yeah, know? sometimes the hair does, doesn't look good. And I just, you know, no, but this is real. Like, I think it's a combination of things. It's not only, I know a lot of professionals that they do amazing color, right. amazing hair, Absolutely. but they are not good with people. Some people, they are, I mean, um, it's a combination, you right. know, like, and I feel that I have this. I am very respectful. I know when I have to talk. I know when I have to stop. I'm good with people. I'm not this friend that I have. A, I have a lot of celebrities now. They text me. They invite me to go to their houses to, you know, tanning yes. with them. But if I don't feel comfortable, if I don't feel that I have to go, I don't go. So I respect my feelings and they know that. So I feel like it's a combination. You have to work in the environment, you know, to make the clients have a good experience with you. Absolutely. And I feel that they, they had that, you know, and they keep coming back and they like my work. Sometimes I can put the hair a little bit darker than they were expecting, mm -hmm. but they like me so much. They booked it again and then I do lighter. It's just like a combination. If you like have, if you have a bad attitude, if you have yes. this bad mood all the time and negative negativity inside of you, trust me, you can do the best highlights in the world. No one's gonna come back because they don't want that people so will never forget how you make them feel. Yes. So so important, creative. Yeah. So important what Daphne just said. Yeah. You never forget. You never forget. You never forget. I, I I truly feel we talked about this a lot. I think that you never forget how you feel in the in the day that I did your hair for your never, graduation. Never till this day, and that's why I said this to Dan today because she really makes every client. I was never famous, guys. I didn't even used to, you know, in terms of styling at the time. I wasn't. I was already styling. I had a few celebrity clients, but it was still slow. I wasn't anybody huge at the time, and the way she treated me was just as equal as anybody else that she used to have in the salon. And I learned a lot from her actually when I started styling because I remember that what caught most the attention of, you know, a big amount of my clients was obviously, you know, had a great talent at styling, but it was truly my personality, the way I treated them, the way I cared for them. And Daphne is the biggest example of being that professional and that really attracting even more clients, obviously, besides your talent. To treat Maria Paula in the, <laughs> the way that I treat was not difficult. Oh, to treat people that I they are you. very annoying <laughs> is a challenge. I talk and too I'm much. Good, <laughs> and I'm good on that. Like, uh, I already saw, like, so many... I met so, yeah. me, so many mean girls yeah. in, the, in, in, this, in this street. And sometimes you have to take a break and go outside of the place True. and just, like... Should I go back? Should I just say like the F word and leave this place? <laughs> you know, um, oh but with you, like it was an, an amazing experience. You and your family, the, you guys are always like so, so supportive. Much. She's yeah. like family, truly guys. And, and this is what we're trying to do here, you know, is really bring more light into this industry. People really be kinder to each other, regardless. If Empower you're people, right? Empower everybody. I think it's a collaboration between two artists, right? Between, the A-lister, the influencer, the celebrity, and the artist like Daphne, you know, or the stylist or the director, whatever that may be. And Amiga, I want to ask you, after a few years now of owning your salon, right? I know you were trying to get into an agency. I was too at some point. We even spoke about that. But later, you decided, amazingly so, to start your own, the Peachy Group. Why was that? Um, okay, because <laughs> I had the salon for so long, and I know a lot of people yeah. in Miami and a lot of people. Yes, you and do. And then they always text me and asking me, I'm in New York. Do you know someone can do my hair? Uh, do you know a photographer? Do you know, you know, um, a nail girl? So my phone, my WhatsApp is like crazy. Exploding. Yeah. Yesterday, for example, I was in this <laughs> uh, field trip with my son. No um, signal at all. I was not getting any message. When I opened again, I was like 100 and. 40 something messages. Oh my God. Like, in, I don't know. People find my phone and then they were like, somehow. I was like, talk to Picture Group, talk to Picture Group. They want like recommendations and all the time. And I was like, I'm doing that for free for so long. And it's becoming so stressful for me because I, I, I needed to be on my that. phone the whole day. 
So I was talking and to you. And you always help everyone too. And that's the other thing. I love that. You know? That's, that's my why purpose she's here, in guys. life. Right. Yeah. I, lo I love to help and empower people in an industry that no one mm -hmm. support each other. Exactly. It's not true. Um, we do have people that are, yeah. have this mentality you see right a here. A lot. A lot <laughs> of people that compete, they, they look you and put you like try to put you down just because they are very insecure about the places and their right. talent. So I I don't like that. I never liked it. it. Proof of that, it's my salon. I don't even go every day in my salon anymore. I go like see my clients out, I think twice a month. And the intention and all the clients that I did, they there doing their hair with my people. I'm not jealous. I don't want everything for you myself. Want them to grow. I have only two hands. I cannot do everyone's <laughs> hair in Miami in the world, you know? So I like the idea to help. Because I believe, first of all, in a good karma for myself. And because I, it's my purpose. But let's talk about the agency. <laughs> Ma Ma Maria Paula and I, we were talking. Um, we were working a job together. Yes, we were. And we, no we noticed in the list, even work with big people, big mm -hmm. names. That's right. Even bigger than the other people that were involved in that project. Uh, we noticed that we were the only ones that did not have an agency representing us. It was crazy. And we were like, what is this? And What's what wrong with us? <laughs> What's wrong with us? I literally applied, I think, three times to work in one of the biggest agencies in, in USA. They never, they never like, answered me back. I didn't get like a no as an answer, but they never even checked my email. They ghosted, literally. Yeah, I was ghosted by them. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't need this. I'm going to open my own agency. We talk together. Yes, we we decide even the name together. Yes. <laughs> and for some reason, like obviously, Our purposes paths, in life, yes. <laughs> she decides to do what she's doing right now. And I, I, I was very focused on the agency the whole past year. Which is killing it, by the way, guys. And we kill it. is killing it right now. We and have a lot be more of proud people. of your friend. Yeah. You are killing it. We made it. You made it. You definitely made it. Now I'm signing it. stylists as well and photographers. Yes. Um, it's, we're doing amazing. We have people in New York, Paris, LA, Miami. We're like, we have 40 people in Miami doing hair, makeup, um, everything. How amazing is yeah. that, guys? And was Super it difficult, cool. Amiga, for you to start this agency, you know, uh, being new mm, in the market? A lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> problems. <laughs> you know, it's so difficult to find good people to work. Uh, yeah, that you can trust. Yes, it is. But I think the biggest um, thing that you have if you want to open something or starting something, you have to believe in, in your feelings, you know? Like, if you feel something, fight for. Yes. It's just, it's very simple. It sounds very cliche, like, you know, everybody <laughs> says the same thing, but it's it's no. real. If everyone is saying, because, I, I mean, I believe in that, and I got so many issues like so many problems but i never gave up right and i'm uh, always true. trying to see in a positive uh way and trying to find solution for my issues but this is like basically one of the biggest secrets you know like yes it is follow you couldn't, your, i couldn't yeah. have said it better yeah right yes Yes. As you're doing right now, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm going to interview you. Thank you for being here. Yes, she will interview me someday. We'll do this for you guys. And I, you know, as you said yourself, now you have multiple artists under your agency, mm -hmm. right? Working in every corner of the globe. You are Amiga to me. And I think to a lot of the people today, a real innovator in this industry, because very few artists really go on a whim to create their own agency, right? And you are also helping other creatives now to shine and be connected to clients which is what we're all about here. And having that said, how do you feel the Peachy Group helped your career as well as the artists working for you today in the agency? You know, did you feel that it is helping them get more connected, you know? For sure, like we all connected. I, as I said, I'm just one person, like I cannot attend everyone. And even if I could, like people have different tastes, different Absolutely. vision of things. And to have everyone in our agency, different people, some people, they are amazing doing braids. Some yes, people, they are amazing true. with colorful hair. So we're putting everyone together, depending on what the client are ask, clientele are asking, we can refer the, the best of the best for them. And we all together, and we make ourselves, you know, a family, like we are stronger together. We're not competing. Uh, this is what I always said to the team, like, Listen we are guys. working we are better together we are better together this exactly. is what i do like i'm not competing we're not competing we are like this a family and this is a culture that they have in their mind 
like so installed sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I mean, this is what I what I did the whole like t like life, you know, like my career. And it was not a day that I was like, oh, I'm struggling. I have no clients, you know, because I I I like to share. Yes, you do. It, not Daniel, not my boyfriend, <laughs> but I share I share my clients. <laughs> But not the guys, FYI, not Daniel, <laughs> I'm sorry, not the boyfriend, not but the rest she'll share. But you know, right? I, was, I was like in the meeting with I my team. I love you. <laughs> and I said, when you're sharing, actually you are multiplying. Yes, you are the love and you've only shared with and me. And they look at me like, what she's talking about? But it's true. This is what we want to create, guys. You see the people I'm bringing here, the amazing superstars that you're seeing here have the same mentality that I do and this is what we want to share with you You are guys. unique. People right. like what you do. Everybody they shines They can go alone. to the other place and they can do whatever they want to do. I'm a, okay, I'm a client. Right. I go in the salon. I have my professionals in my salon. Some days I want to do my hair in one style that only that person can do. Some days I want to do my hair style in the other way. Exactly. So doesn't mean that I don't love both. And that's what I say to them. Like, don't feel this like, oh my God, she doesn't like me, my client. No, no, no. I mean... This is life. We we never can make a client to feel uncomfortable because she's deciding to sit in someone else's chair. Never. You're so Your right. job is to make them feel good. Exactly. You know, and they come back. And there's a client for everybody. There's, you know, always someone for everyone. That's what people sometimes don't understand, yeah. right, Amiga? And um, now we're going to enter into, I'm sure, things that people really want to hear right now as well. The gossip, which for is sure. The gossip. <laughs> Let's get into the gossips. I'm sure the creatives are curious back home. Who was your first celebrity client and how did that happen for you, my love? Um, that concert girl like introduced me to that, Susanna. Right. And Susanna introduced me to other group of people. And in my in my vision, they were celebrity celebrities. Oh my god, I would love to work <laughs> with them. It was uh Patricia Bonaldi. Yes, who's which a big is, designer in Brazil. She also is friend. huge here in the United States today. She sells in Saks and many other places, guys. Yeah. She's, she's huge. And then the influencers, right? And, and the then I did uh, her hair and I, they booked me to go in New Year's Eve in, from in Mexico to Lund. Yeah. And it was a last minute call and I said yes. I went there um, and I connect with them, the group. And then one of the girls, Camila Coutinho. Mm -hmm, who's another blogger in Brazil, blogger. guys, for you that don't know. Yeah. She's, uh, they were amazing with me. Patricia was amazing. Patricia is like a little witch in my life, <laughs> like in a good way. She always like um, give me the best tips ever. I remember in the end of the trip, she came to me like not in front of everyone. And she said, you're very talented. I wow. never, I want to cry when I say that. Like she's like, I never felt so beautiful. She was, she used to do her hair and her makeup with the best, the best of the best in Brazil. And I was feeling like so Spanish. insecure now so out of the group because I was like I didn't know anyone there oh, wow. and I was there like I was like a very shy girl not drinking any alcohol nothing I was like you know what should I do she she called me like after we had dinner she's like I'm gonna teach you something never give away your talent your talent's not for free you, see? you have to charge you're amazing you have no idea what you can do with your hands you are amazing and then I was very like important. okay and she paid me she gave me a, like money in my hands and she's like i'm paying you because i know you deserve wow you know and all their girls special. like looking for like oh do you do a collab can you do a collab can you do a collab and you're like no collabs like, well, how i'm gonna pay my things with the collab you know and then um it was a very good thing that she said and uh, patricia always like last christmas we were together and she yeah. said another thing like people has this wrong mentality to say just because you're an artist you're not smart enough to be that an entrepreneur crazy, right oh artists are all crazy we don't know about numbers we are so stupid like not we can be a business like girl you can be whatever you are capable for you can be so i can be a fashionist i can i'm fighting for this thing right now I can be a fashionist, I can be an entrepreneur, I can be a businesswoman, I can be a mom. I can be whatever I am thinking that and I feel that I'm comfortable to be. Yes. You know, like I hate when people label us because, you know, you're born to do hair and you're going to be stuck in behind the chair. Behind the scenes. Yeah. So this is not what I believe and I'm fighting to have my Every own day. space. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, she is. And Amiga, I think also it's important to note after the first celebrity, right? You started with Suzanne and then Patricia. Did after that other celebrities yeah. start to call right away or did it take some time for that to happen for you? 
I think oh I would love to remember who was the <laughs> first person that I did I'm so like out of this world like I remember <laughs> I was in the karaoke night with my co-workers mm -hmm. I wanted them happy all the time I was like let's go to the karaoke it was it's Thursday and you know because of Instagram like I, I always remember get this. the karaoke night I remember? I remember I remember I remember and this you restaurant specifically they they invite me they was not they were not charging anything for me and I always wanted people to join with me you know because of social media I, I sell a lot I'm a good seller and then they yeah, were like yeah they're like <laughs> you guys come. should check it out check it out <laughs> and then um I I was in, in the middle of the thing and my phone was like a client calling me calling me she's famous and then she's like I was like wait a minute guys I have to pick up this call and then I was like she's like oh um do you want to do the hair of Millie Bobby Brown oh wow I was like uh yes but I was not like it was Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> I was like, uh, when? Uh, she was also a younger kid, right? She was a kid at the time when that I mean, happened. I'm, I the I'm the worst with names. I <laughs> I'm still like, which is good in the end of the day because I treat them equally. Yes, you do. And that makes me feel like comfortable, you know? And I was like, okay, yeah. So I did Millie and I was not even understanding how big and famous she was. And I, I got my phone. I record her <laughs> all over. I, to I, I told her, let's record this video this real with me and she's like oh okay sure i made her i interview her how was your experience with me she's like uh yes it was fun i, I was like oh i had God. no idea like what i was doing but i was being myself oh, and always. luckily she was very nice okay. about it thank but you could, could, be <laughs> could be different that's amazing so it obviously happened a little later right that these bigger people Le bigger, started bigger calling, like her right? was later but I don't remember the first first, but I started to do more international girls. I think after Martha Graff introduced me to feel like she's an amazing influencer. She's Brazilian, I, but living here in Miami, friend. the best person. And I know she's really very kind. supportive. She's like a star. You know, she actually. I want to say something funny. She gave me guys the opportunity to do my first Vogue cover ever was Martha Graff. So oh, thank yeah, you, Martha. You worked with her. Yes, I did. And uh -huh. I saw her the other day at the event you did at your place. And I said hi and she kept looking at me and looking at me. And she was like, oh, my God, I know, you look the same. She, she's like, you didn't, you didn't age a day. And it's just like she's so special and kind. And she's another type of person that I admire so much. She and I'm empowered so happy to her see friends. In the industry. Yeah, she's right? amazing. Uh -huh. She's one of the kindest people. And Amiga was there, maybe not for you. And, I and it was Elle McPherson. She introduced me to Elle McPherson. Like, and Elle McPherson introduced Super me to model. Millie Bobby Brown. And then it starts like all this. A chain, right? Yeah. A chain of international actresses, you know, singers. A lot of big celebrities, I would say. You see? And worldwide. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, worldwide. I think once it starts catching on, maybe it's little by little, but then it goes, right? Yeah. Things start flowing with time, guys, as you saw, with lots of experience and time. And was there for you a particular celebrity, maybe, that you were extremely excited to work with or it was like a career goal for you? Or maybe few, not? A few weeks ago, Ooh. I did Selena Gomez. <gasps> I saw. I <laughs> <laughs> we were so... I knew so because I, I love her songs, you know. Um, I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Wow, I know. It yeah. was incredible. It really was. I was so, I, when I saw that, I was like, now, now this, I don't know if I'll see Daphne anymore. I don't know. Because this is too much. It was incredible, amiga. I was, it was so proud so of cool. you. And it looked amazing, by the I was, way. I was a little nervous. Of then, course. Yeah. I, I was nervous because of the whole environment, I would say. But she was adorable. I'm obsessed even Aww. more with her like she's like a sweet sweetheart like she's she's amazing it's so nice when the artist is so kind yeah. right and pays it back that's beautiful to see and it could be crazy exactly could be crazy you know and and we're so lucky when we got this kind people that really you know collaborate with us and respect the work makes us feel that we are worthy you know yes. and guys everybody deserves to feel that way right and um you know was there any particular moment in the many years that you've been working now that you felt oh my god i think i made it like everybody's calling me like you had that feeling like now people know my name you know and who i am and and you started really engaging more and more in the industry no actually i'm still it's something about me i do a lot of therapy <laughs> important guys mental health in this industry is so important by the way i have this like uh maybe because of all the traumas we all have yeah. our traumas and me specifically like for me it's just so difficult to look myself as i am my star because i want to be humble i want to be cool about it i want to be 
I want to look at myself like, you know, I'm not. You're you proud know, of yourself. Yeah. I'm proud of myself, but I don't want to be. I don't want to people comparing like and look look at people like this, you know, like oh my gosh, that's n nothing worse. And than I that. yeah, and I don't want to be that person. And because exactly. of that, sometimes I put myself, you know, like in the wrong place. Yeah. And I've been talking a lot with my therapist, and I'm working on that. It's more about you know my whole background, my whole experience in life, in in other like areas. Yes. Private stuff like my family and mm -hmm. all the traumas that I had. As everyone, I think in our generation, <laughs> like we're changing a lot the world yes. now. Um, but this is like, I'm working on that. I don't, I don't look at myself today. For example, I'm gonna have this important photo shoot, which is crazy, right? I'm gonna yes. do a photo shoot for Forbes USA, mm -hmm. talking about yes. me. I'm not talking you about so my clients. I'm talking about me. You know, yeah. so um, I'm working on that, and I, I want to look at myself is a star because exactly. a star is not something negative you know it's very positive it's not, it doesn't mean we have this sky full of stars and each stars can shine in, in a different way i would exactly. say exactly I mean, but yeah. every every star is important every star is beautiful you know but some of them are bigger some of them are shining a little bit more but we are important for the constellation exactly we're yeah. here to connect and show you the stars guys this is what yeah. we're here to do this is so beautiful amiga thank you for saying this because it's so important guys for you to be able you know to feel that same way everybody is deserving of feeling worthy right and and really feeling like they're shining as well there's really a place for absolutely everybody and amiga we have to ask you okay how was it transforming emma chamberlain's hair for the Met gala last year tell us a little more we are curious because everybody was talking about her hair color that they everybody everybody that took seven hours <laughs> what? did you see the video that she, she said she was the whole Met gala say these hair seven hours these hair seven hours she told everybody right told yeah. everybody and i love that because some clients they say oh celebrities definitely treat them special you know because they're celebrities I was like um can you watch that video it was like seven hours wow to to uh turn her hair platinum platinum blonde which was this it was like icy blonde very very like it was so bright. pretty yeah yeah so it was amazing oh and once again i was lost i was like uh, wow. what is going yeah. on <laughs> and, and you see this is when i saw i was like wow person responsible for that guys and she did an amazing job everybody was shocked i was shocked when i saw her transformation i was like do you want to hear something please i don't know if i should I, it's already <laughs> passed i should share that last time that i was doing emma's color now she changed she, she put it dark but it was less, less very, very special week. Right, yeah. I was, I flew to Paris just to do her color because she didn't trust anyone else. Wow. And I was there, like in the salon. I rent the place right. to, to do her hair. And guess what happened? I was there, like organized everything. She was a little like late because of a fly and yeah, stuff. Right. And then I was waiting on her. And the manager of the salon came to me. She was like, it was like like 5 p.m. And she's like, oh, we're closing the salon at 6. So you're going to do the hair of your client like in one hour? Wow. I was like, absolutely not. That's impossible. Like, I'm going to do a petno blonde in one hour. And she's like, I don't know, but we have to close. I was like, is there any way? Like, I was, guys, trust me. I did everything that I could to convince that lady that I could not send my client back. She had an important event next wow. day. And I flew from USA to do her collar. And she's like, in, <laughs> in another words, not my problem. I'm sorry. And then I, I, I was like, <laughs> having a heart attack. That is my struggle. You. I'm sweating for you. I was like, okay, what? this sounds very difficult to oh resolve. Oh my God. I called her agent and I said, um, help me to find a solution. Uh, she's like, okay, um, let's do her hair in her hotel room. Okay. And platinum blonde in a hotel room. I was like, okay. So I did it. It was a miracle in three hours. Wow. Everybody was so happy. She was so happy. The hair. I mean, <laughs> she's the nicest girl. Aww. She's one of the my favorite people in the world. I would say that like, is so beautiful. I have a connection. I had a connection with that girl like since I saw her first time. She she's real. Like one day I was doing her collar. The other day in New York, she was um, actually the camera guy. Someone was recording her vlog or something, and they took her phone away from her because they were using her phone to do like a time lapse mm -hmm, video mm -hmm. and she's like oh okay i'm gonna stay seven hours with that no phone 
And she was like, okay, let's talk. She talked that. the whole time. How beautiful. And like cool stuff. Like she's very smart. The smartest ever. Girl. Yeah. How beautiful to know that. How really, really beautiful yeah. to know that, amiga. And, you know, it's uh, it, it was so good to know that she loved the hair as much as we all did when we saw it. Right. And Amiga, I want to get a little bit deeper now for our creatives back home. I wanted to know what was maybe the biggest struggle that you have had as an independent artist, especially to reach the level you're in today. That day in Paris in the salon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the biggest struggle there was that day was I, I was it. like, I'm going to sit, I'm going to cry for you. Um, but, and then when I was like, I was having a bad attitude already with that lady because she was so rude. She came out. I was like, let me leave the space right now. I was putting my, all my things back in my luggage and I was ordering an Uber. I was having a hard time, you know, how wow. Paris it is with Ubers and stuff. And it gives me headache. She's like, oh, yeah. do you need any help now? I was like, don't even talk to me. Like literally, at lady, this point, you don't understand the struggle. I don't want to even look in your face. <laughs> I never, I'm never rude with anyone, never. But it was just too much. And my assistant looked at me like, oh my gosh, she's mad. She's mad. But the struggle, the biggest struggle that I remember, it was the, probably the time of my divorce and I, I was having a very like difficult time in my life and I could not show that to anyone. Wow. And it was the day of my, the opening of my salon. Wow. That I have an audience with, you know, the judge and everyone and... The decisions were not uh, fair, you right. know, for me. And I was like, oh, my God. I could not eat. I could not Sleep handle. No, I was very skinny, like, but not in a beautiful way. I was, like, super. I could not chill. Like, I could not stop thinking how I'm going to find a solution for my, my situation. And I could not share with anyone because wow. what I'm going to go with the negative energy for everyone at the salon in a big day. So that was a big struggle. Um For I was you. going to the kitchen to the sal of the salon, <sighs> crying, crying, going, going back. Nobody was even noticed that I was wow. dying inside, but I made it. But you persisted, and that's yeah. so beautiful to see because, you know, I think a lot I of people it. sometimes it's difficult to separate, you know, when something bad is happening personally to us, you know, and I think us working behind the scenes and doing beauty, doing styling, uh, when the client is there, the client is there, right? And it's, it's you gotta put that front to be able to. And when you get to love, when you get to love what you do, it's a different thing. Like for me, it's like therapy to do hair now. It, it, it makes me feel good. I forget about my issues, you know, it's different. I, I, it's not the opposite. I'm not there like, oh, I'm having problems. It's so uncomfortable. You're putting your head in someone's hand and that person bring bad energy for you. It's bad. It's bad. It really, really yeah. is. It really, really is. And Amiga, what advice would you have for people that want to get in the industry and start a career in beauty? A good advice. Okay. Where can they start? What should they do? Uh, you have, first of all, you have to set up what you really want. Like some people, they, they want they want something that they don't want. They don't know. They come with this idea. Oh, I, I have to love. I love what I do. I want to love something. So then I will never work in my life, which I think is not a fair, uh, situation because some things that you do in your life you don't love it you know and That's you have awesome. to do because i mean otherwise you're gonna not have money to buy your food you know <laughs> so um what i recommend is like set up your goals what do you want okay and starting like looking things as little miracles every day we have opportunities and little miracles happen every day Just for you to listen, this message right now is already a miracle because you see, you could be sleeping, you could be doing something else, but you listen to us. Mm -hmm. So get all the opportunities uh, in life and make a goal yes. for yourself. And one thing that you probably already heard, never give up. Never give up. You know, it doesn't mean that just because you change your career, you're giving up. Just because you change your partner, you're giving up. It's, it's life. You're, we are not perfect, you know. And in my case, for example, I never liked to do hair that much. I, I, I don't have like, I don't feel uncomfortable to say that. I, I feel very good about it because it's my true. It's something that I know. I never loved. But then when I see people look at me and recognize me, I start to love. Wow. You know, this is what wow. we're looking for. We all want to feel right. Yes. We, looking, we are in this life to feel right about ourselves. 
am I right? Am I doing something right? You know, this is what I, we want in the end of the day. If you're working, I don't know what you do, but, you know, doing nails or I don't know if you're a lawyer. I don't know if you are uh, working in construction. I don't know. I don't know. But if you see what you do, people looking at you and compensating you and making you feel comfortable, you know, yourself, this could be a dream, you know. This is what makes me feel good about my being a hairdresser today. Um, so it's not magic, like, oh, I love what I do. This is my dream, you know. Like, dream is to be, to, to have, like, you know, people compensating you and recognizing you in what you're doing. For your worth, right, amiga? Yeah, this is, I mean, at least with me. For example, I was last week traveling with my family. And I am, even when I'm in my day offs, I'm a workaholic. I love to work, 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 work. She is, stuff. I testified. And I was like, okay, let's make this uh, trip amazing. I'm going to cook fresh food all the time. I love to cook. And then I was cooking breakfast, lunch, dinner, blah, 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 <laughs> cake in the afternoon. Like I'm a Brazilian, no? yes, we love this table we in love the afternoon to full of have cake, cakes. Snacks. Yeah, the house is smelling cake. And then I kind of noticed that no, like, like people were not appreciating what I was doing. I was like, mm, I don't feel good. I love to cook. But you just... But no one was, was appreciating. You see? Wow. It's the feeling I that, that I got. And I was like, okay, someone should say like, oh, I really appreciate your time. Thank right, you so much. Thank you for doing this for us. Yeah. My sister-in-law, she's amazing. She did that to me. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. But I was expecting for a certain person to be like, hey, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. This is could happen in many ways you know this i'm giving this example because in the end of the day this is what you want could be something simple but you want it to feel like appreciated you know what i'm saying yes yeah. that is very valuable guys very valuable i think um every time you feel appreciated you know when you feel You're right, you know that she she's a stylist yes <laughs> she she used to do that a lot and sometimes like you giving your energy your time your your money your thoughts your everything and your, she knows that Right. knowledge and someone just gonna look at you like can you excuse me i don't want to talk to you right now it has happened to me many times guys and i think even i daphne has always been an amazing and you love what you do i love what i did but certain clients of course throughout i had the honor of having amazing ones but obviously you end up getting here and there some that you feel treated that way about and i remember even arriving to your house crying sometimes and being like i can't believe this happened and you shared similar experiences with me and that's really when i actually you know, many moments I've realized that other creatives behind the scenes like myself also felt like that, right? And and it's so important. And to we want to change that. We really want to change that and under, make everybody understand that feeling appreciated and feeling valued is a right that absolutely, guys, everybody has, right, amiga? Can you say bad words? I don't think Yeah, Go for it. <laughs> Stop that bullshit to go in social media saying that you, oh my God, mental health, you know, we all have to love each other and take care of each other. And then you're made, you treat as a piece of shit, you know? And then someone that is gonna do your nails and your hair, you make that per person cry behind the scenes. This is not okay. You're not like, nice. you need help, you know? Literally. Don't do that. This is so like a big no. This is not trendy at all. It is not. Open it is not eyes. cool. And this yeah. is what we're trying people to People talk between each other. And one day people will know your bad behavior. And I hope they know so you cannot do that anymore. To anybody else. So Yeah, this is so bad. And I feel that people are realizing that. And I love social media because people sometimes, you know, they feel like, oh, my God, I can just like brainwash my followers and convince them that I'm good. But people are not that stupid, you know. Some, At some point, right? They some realize. Point they realize. I, I think they already realizing like a lot of things are happening now and stop that bullshit like i love be real that. I be love real. That. if you're a bitch be a bitch but be real Ooh. real we love this at the end be serious sometimes but i know i go back to that person <laughs> i say hey are you okay you know i have a lot of employees i have to be like you know sometimes with right. people but never ever in my life i want someone left me like my presence with a bad experience and like, this is why you're here that, this is I, why even you're if here. in that time that i'm very mad about something i call i call i have my personal sister here she knows that like <laughs> sometimes i'm like oh my god are you insane why you said that and then i let's have ice cream with me let's talk and then i can't i i make their way back you know because in the end of the day i mean i don't like to feel bad about it i don't like to it's weird to that feel feeling. exactly exactly it's crazy i agree i agree 
I think we need more psycholo psychologists, psychologists in this world. Yes, Please, we do. Please, guys, <laughs> go to the school to, to help us. Oh, my gosh. We all need that, guys. It's so important, really. I also do, you know, that do psychology every week, guys. I think maintaining the, you know, your mental health. And really, we mean this here, you know, in, in the most honest way because we know how important it is to keep that balance and to know your self-worth and to really be able to keep the positivity and talking about positivity. I would love to ask you for the creatives who are already in the field, in the beauty field, but are struggling to grow maybe, how can they stay positive? What's your advice for them? Move your body, move your energy around you. Like I say that to people that works in the salon, sometimes uh, they at the salon are not, the it's not the best day. It's kind of quiet, no clients. You know, move your energy, uh, call someone, go into your phone, go through your social media, start to comment in pictures of your clients, remind them how you'll miss them. You know, like if you do something, something's going to happen back. Exactly. It's it's logical. It's not another way. Law so of attraction, of positive thinking. If you want a different result, do something different. Do I love that. Different. Yeah. I love that. And Amiga, what is the biggest lesson you have learned throughout your career, which you would like to share with the creatives back home? Something that marked your life that like, you know, either you heard from a client, from a mentor, like the biggest lesson you probably felt like you had throughout your years as a beauty mm -hmm. artist. As a beauty artist, maybe that tip from Patricia, I would say, okay. that is like sticking inside of me. Sometimes, I mean, I do whatever I want today. Like I said, no's and I, I respect myself. Um, but I like never look at yourself in a bad way. Like looking yourself like, oh, I'm not capable. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Because in the end of the day, uh, you are your own best friend. You have to believe in yourself. So if not, nobody will. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but Lisa was. Yeah. You sometimes you have like you're lucky to have good friends and good people, good advice. But if you don't have it, be your own. You know, Patricia helped me. She gave me that um, advice. And, and it I, stuck with you. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's so, it was so long ago. And I still like feel that she's she's right. How beautiful. She's right. Patricia, yeah. we love you. <laughs> don't give away. Like, for people that don't deserve, first of all, but don't give away your talent. Like, you deserve, you know. You deserve to feel worthy. Yeah. Right, exactly. And what would be a good advice uh, for beauty artists that want to take your route and create their own business, too, like you did with the agency, with the it. salon? My advice, uh, try to find a good team. You know, you cannot do that yourself. You're going to be crazy. I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> Find a good good people to, together. As I said, we are stronger. You cannot build a brand to get like uh, yourself. You know, like you need help. People are like have they have different uh, vision of life, different talents, different things. You know, and they can accomplish so much into a project. So, I I believe like a, a big uh, not a big like a, a good team to work. You know, behind the scenes that will. Be, without them we cannot do anything you see teamwork yeah. is everything makes dream work guys and you know this is all about community right and 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 teamwork and i want to get now amiga a little bit more into the beauty market today right with you do you think the market is more open now to young and diverse new talent than it was before a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah like you have social media you know and social media became like one of the biggest marketing like like spot you know you can go there and talk about yourself whatever you want so um now is the time guys yeah i remember when i started to use social media which was a long time ago it was snapchat and i was going to work at this that's salon in car gables yes and i remember my uh, uh co-workers they were looking at me like they were very old school Type I remember of professionals. That. I was the quietest, quietest girl in the salon. But whenever I opened my mouth, I was like, don't, don't bother me. Okay, I'm peace and love, but don't bother me. They, this guy came to me like, I don't know. You're so like into the, your phone all the time. You know, you're talking to yourself. What about work? You don't work? I was like, um, did I ask your opinion? I don't remember. Literally um, love that. I mean, <laughs> like, stay in your lane, sir. Look, my my chairs. I have no place for people to sit. You there wondering what I'm doing on my phone? 
What's I'm wrong like, with you? Excuse me. Yeah. So and you were uh, getting ahead. You were doing yeah. the. Really? I was promoting myself. So yeah, I believe this new generation. We have a lot to do. We have a lot of opportunities. We can uh, building our own careers ourselves. You know, and this is amazing. In my time, we don't have that. <laughs> So now, exactly. So we have everything, everything that you need, like how to open my own business, what documents do I need? Literally, guys. How to get, blah, blah, blah. You have all the answers. That move, is, move yourself. Move yourself. Yeah. Move yourself, literally. And finally, before, you know, we, we start wrapping up here for our creatives, what new things would you like to see in the industry today? Maybe, you know, in terms of relationships with clients, in terms of new products. I think more kindness. Oh, Uh, you're saying like about more kindness is kindness i think kindness can kill like a lot of bad vibes a lot of you know like this feeling to compete all the time with each other kindness yeah Yeah. that's my point number one yeah i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more and my love we know today you are traveling the world attending every fashion week from paris to new york city and styling famous heads like Baby Rexa and Leah Michelle. What is next for you? Any new projects you can tell us here at the MV series about? I have my new project, which is my new salon. Um, I mean, everything in my life is like I call project, but okay, I have this is a real project. <laughs> I have this project. Uh, it's going to be a huge mm-hmm. salon in Design District. Um, I'm very excited about it. I have this coffee shop as well that's going to be in Design District. I have my agency. The coffee shop, by the way, is going to be uh, vegan and um, planted-based milk, like fresh milk. I'm not going to allow any, you know, we're going to make the milk fresh, fresh in front of you. And then I add wow. the coffee or smooths or whatever you want. Uh, it's very cool. The concept, everything is ready. We just like working to get it, you know, to make it happen. But the project is ready. Um, I have, I mean, the agency is blooming. We made amazing this year. And by the way, if you want to be part of the agency, we right. hire people, uh, especially during this time, Fashion Week. It's a very busy week. So it's going to be amazing for you to be part of our team. Send your resumes, resumes. We're going to leave, uh, the email is going to be yeah. right here for you guys. All right. So you guys can apply um, to be a part of the Peachy Group and be considered to be one of Daphne's artists. I would love. Also, my product line, which is a dream. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of time, you know. And uh, yeah, I have... So many, many things. things. I met Spy as well. And also, like, we're going to have a big office for the agency. Yeah. So that's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, like, I'm feeling like a pregnant, you know, like girl <laughs> waiting. Waiting for the baby. Yeah. I have a lot of babies. Amiga, amazing. Seriously, I think our creators back home are going to be so excited. Those that have a little more experience to be able to apply and be considered by Peachy, guys. It's an amazing experience. So thank you. And I'm sure so many creatives, uh, you know, are going to be inspired with your story, with your advices today. And I know you are and will continue to be a huge inspiration, guys, not only for me, but for everyone in the industry or trying to get into this industry today. You are an innovator. You are a trailblazer. And I really hope, guys, this episode will motivate you guys at home to really carve their your own paths, right? Just like Daphne did. And Daphne Amor, I cannot thank you enough for being here. Really, thank you for giving us and the creators. I your felt, time. you know, the feeling when you finish your therapy. Like I'm having this feeling right now, and I have with her too. Believe me, she has been my therapist too many times. I can't even count. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. We I love you here. Really special. Thank you so much. And I know that this um, new project will be like one of the your best decisions in life. I'm pretty sure you have a talent, <laughs> and I can see that since I met you, she likes to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so is this true. is gonna be easy for you, and uh, it's gonna be very successful. I love you so much, and you know I always wish you the same, and I can't wait to see you materialize all your dreams because <laughs> probably, you deserve it. Probably they are like, <laughs> they laugh so much, but it's too, too much, much love. love guys. <laughs> <laughs> too much love. Thank you, creatives, for being here today, and uh, love people fighting. <laughs> but we love. We're all about love, and we hope you guys are too. Bye. <laughs>
my creatives, we really, really hope that today's episode was super enlightening for all of you back home. And we are thrilled to keep bringing these creatives to you, proving to our community that absolutely anything is possible today, guys. And we have so many more inspiring stories coming your way to prove that in our next episodes. Guys, please don't forget we are streaming on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast, as well as have additional content on TikTok and Instagram all under the Envy series. Guys, thank you again for joining us, for giving the opportunity to be here with you guys today. Please keep showing us that amazing love so we can show it right back to you. And see you guys next week right here at the Envy series.